Yo. Greetings and salutations, my good brother. What it do? What's the do? Man, you know what it is, man. It's show show 20. J Mad Show. That's a nice round number. You know I like round numbers. You're in the round numbers, man. You already been your whole life. <laughs> Dude, man. We starting late, man. Late as shit. It's a, it's a, and there's a lot of shit going on. Dude, stop covering your mouth, man. Mouth. There you go, man. Take take the cootie cat out your mouth, man. Tell it ain't time for the cootie cat right now. Man, man, come on, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of shit going on. It is. It is. But we're gonna get into it, man. We're gonna get into it. Of course, we gotta welcome everybody to the show 20 of the J Matt show. I'm your host, J Matt. It's my my uh I said my about to say my profit. You damn sure is not my profit. That's down there. You do said it right, man. You said it right, man. <laughs> but but you somebody profit, man. You ain't mine. Not today. Got <laughs> side of profit co-host. So about to bring y'all some more heat. A little bit late, but y'all don't know that. Y'all gonna hear this shit tomorrow anyway. Right. So let's get it started with uh so since since last week, and p- by the way, shout out to everybody that tuned in last week um, to the first episode of Black Love of the J Matt Show. That shit went hard, man. We did numbers. I think like ten people listened. That's what's up. I think I, you know, I think I called my mom and I told her that we've arrived. You know, I think we made it. We here now. That's what, that's what I'm talking about, man. You know, baby steps, baby. Yeah, man. Yeah. So appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, I guess we're gonna have to top top last week's show somehow. I hope your uh your birthday has some some nice uh some nice action in there for you. Oh um, man, uh, yeah, man, it wasn't too bad, man. You know, I kept it I kept it simple. I'm an old man now, man. So, you know, it wasn't it wasn't no um it wasn't no um, panties falling from the sky, nothing like that. But it was a nice, solid day, man. You know, I can't complain. What is it? What's the number now? Thirty-six. Damn, I didn't know we was only two months apart. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm right behind you, man. It's it's only it's only a feeling, man. Age age is I swear it's just a feeling. It's mental. Absolutely, absolutely. Besides the fact that your bones and shit make a little bit more noise when you getting up and moving around. It's just the feeling, or when you, or when you drink the night before, and it take you just about an hour longer in the morning to sober up. You know, just the feeling. Speaking of drinking, did you did you uh start back drinking? Because you know when we first started the podcast, you you was off your drink. Well, I had I had a little I had a, I've been having a little sip sip. Nothing major though. You know, it's been a lot more controlled. It ain't it ain't my party my party. You know you know I like to sip heavy. It ain't been none of that. What you what you sipping on? You sipping on something new or you back to your normal? I'm just drinking wine, man. Oh, you okay, you you on the sophisticated drinking. Yeah, man. You know I'm stepping I'm stepping up, man. I'm from the motherfucking from the um but I don't even know if it's a step up, man, because you know, you know, cognac and scotch is very is very prominent within the sophisticated realms. So I would just say I'm just taking I'm taking a more easy approach to my to my um alcoholism. <laughs> Before 
I jump the gun and give you credit on this sophisticated shit, you better tell me that you're drinking red wine, not that white bullshit. Well, actually, actually, I prefer. I, it depends on what uh, what I'm drinking it with. Honestly, you know, um, wines wines are are a color of what you drink based upon what you're doing, right? So, um, typically, you drinking Moscato, nigga. No, I don't drink no Moscato. I like I like bitter wines, you know. So, um. One of my one of my one of my more favorite um it's actually a reasoning is Robert Mandavi um uh, private selection. It's it's pretty good. Or um Hogue Hogue um Harvest um Late Harvest, Late Harvest. They, those are both good. They're very dry, very heavy reasonings. And then if I if I am um on my red, I usually drink um a nice Pinot. Um Mandavi got a pretty dope Pinot as well. You know, also their private selection option. So you know, I mean, I could get you where you want to get, man. So you look cool when you're out amongst those people. Listen to you, man, with your fucking wine connoisseur self. <laughs> this some new. This some old new Phoenix shit. I ain't hip to this nigga. <laughs> he didn't know what wine to pair with my meal and shit. Goddamn, nigga. All right, I see. I see. It's, uh, what's good with you though, man? You know what? I've been trying to think. So, so we we starting late because I just came from um, this little basketball tryout that Jacob um, trying to get into. Actually, his, his mama trying to get him into it. She didn't. Find, uh, she found out about the shit like yesterday. It was like you need to take him tomorrow. <laughs> so, so he we up here at the uh, little basketball trial for this little traveling league that started December. Uh huh. So that's why we was running a little bit late. Hopefully he make it though. Hopefully he make it. He 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 improving. He got a long ways to go, but he just in the fourth grade. So there's a lot of them that got there's a lot of time. Yeah, they they all need a lot of improvement. So he 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 fit right in. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I don't think I really did nothing nothing major between last week and this week. I don't, I don't think I did nothing for real. You don't have to take notes on the wife or anything. No beef, no beef action that you had to take notes on and retract and re and bring back up to her. None of that. Oh, all that, all that shit was straight surface level. We ain't even really get deep, so I ain't have to. I ain't have to retract or retrace. <laughs> yeah, I ain't have to buy flowers or none of that. Shit. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> hey, though, did you uh, did you watch the fight, Canelo Triple G? No man, I was sorry. I, I missed the fight, man. You know, um, I heard I heard it was a pretty dope fight, though. Yeah, I missed it too. So I really don't have no type of commentary or emotions about that. Yeah, I, I heard it was a I heard it was a pretty. But man, you know, they they I I seen the other two. They said it was just a replay of the other two fights. You know what I'm saying? What I and, heard, what I mainly heard was that uh, um, Triple G really won. Yeah. Right. And they and I mean, but you know, man, with those with those type of battles, man, they gotta keep the suspense, man. Well, Teddy Atlas was talking about you gotta follow the money. He's like, it's a money grab for I guess Canelo got the biggest draw around the world, so it I guess I guess his name is uh, a bigger bigger money draw when it comes to I guess boxing. Right. I don't know nothing about it. Now in other news in sports. What? Go, what? Cut to it. 
The motherfucking Browns got a fucking victory. Man, they shown up dead, man. Coolers of Bud Light was cracked all over the city of Cleveland. Niggas was having... I, man, they cut to that aerial shot of the bridge over, like, West 3rd or some shit, man. That shit was flooded with people. Like, we won a playoff game. That shit was kind of embarrassing, but I felt them. Hey, no, you know what? This Like, this is the thing, man. You know... You know, like the jokes the next day is like, yeah, congratulations, y'all won the Super Bowl. You know, but did the I I looked at it that as a different thing, man. You know, it was it was hey, I think it was a genuine happiness, man. I think what what the biggest what what made the best was because they came back as well from being down with our rookie quarterback. You know, that was a that was a like that might have been one of the perfect situations for him to step into and then just take over. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, just watching, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is his team from, from here on out, man. This is, this is his squad. And, and, and you know what? And it's sad to say, but it, it really looked like the even the receivers play better with him, for real. Like they were, they, like they were out there more. Like our, our offense has been – Stagnant, you know, with um, with Tyrod for a minute. It's just I think it's I think it's more they they two different uh they just two different quarterbacks. You could just tell the difference between the two, right? But right and right in that game, you could you could see a tale of two halves and two different quarterbacks. The only thing similar about them is they height and maybe they size. That's it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying Baker got a stronger arm. He made quicker decisions, and he more confident in his arm, and that's why he was getting the ball out so quick. Because the receivers know that he's gonna throw the ball. He ain't gonna touch they, the run. And 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 that's 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 what I'm saying. It was like they knew they was gonna get them looks, so they was out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they was ready. They was ready, man. It was a whole different. Now I'm excited going forward. Now I got. I do have. I had a sad moment. Though with that win, all I what, what could, all I could think about is that Josh Gordon wasn't there. That made you sad. Yeah, lightweight man. Because like, why that nigga? He, he don't deserve to taste no winning, man. He ain't been a part of this shit for years. I mean, but even still, man, we we had like I feel like see the thing was is like we had we held on to him for so long, you know, so. I, it was like bittersweet, and I, I feel like we never really got what we like. We never got what we deserved out of him, right? Then we sent him to New England. And he's gonna go into a winning system. I mean, that's good for him, man. We send a lot of players to New England. New England and and the Browns got a nice little deal going back and forth where they they bargain with each other. They've been doing it for the last like four five seasons. <laughs> they do. They do. They send us. They oh, they old washed up players. We send them our old. No, no, we send them our young, our young studs. No, we they what stud they got from us? Josh Gordon. Oh, we that is yet to be determined. He, I, I have to I have to see it to to believe him, man. He, it's been too long, bro. Listen, man. He he went the best quarterback of all time, bro. And he's looking real, real uh, mediocre this season. There's nobody playing that's a starter. Hey, he got grunk. 
Man, and you see how you see how the team play. They triple team Gronk every play. <laughs> now look, yeah, look, we ain't gonna prolong the uh, sports conversation, but I will say this: I'll give uh, Brady his fair shake. Uh, once once Edelman come back and he got Gordon and he got Gronk all working together, I'll see. You know, I'll give him his fair shake and see what he do with that. If they all stay healthy, that that'll be a good look. Absolutely, absolutely. So where are we starting at, man? Where are we at with? It? All right, so. So, uh, oh yeah, last week too. It was it was a lot of shit going on last week. I just want to get. I just want to see if you want to g- give any commentary on any of this shit because I know you be having your your strong opinions. So, did you either see the whole interview or hear about you know Cat Williams going in on uh, Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish? Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I did. All right, I had to go and watch the whole original interview. Where where uh with uh Red Grant Cat and the whole morning show you know everything is on YouTube videotape so I had to go watch the whole thing and the shit was funny as hell man especially when that nigga was uh roasting the wine wine the year funny but what you so go ahead tell me man what is your opinions about the whole little fiasco whether it's the interview or or whatever he said about his fellow comedians. You know, I think it's I think it's like one of those things, you know, like where like where some people would consider it hating, right? I think that they're they're beyond that, like I have to hate on you stage. You know what I'm saying? Um, I also listened to Kevin Hart, him and Tiffany Haddish interview, right? Where Kevin Hart was talking back. I really think it's just they have they have two separate views in regards to how to maneuver in Hollywood. You know, um, like to my in my in my opinion, I believe that Kevin Kevin is is more willing to drink the tea a little bit more than Cat Williams, right? So, you know, yeah, Cat Williams was in position. That's what Kevin Hart said, but I think that Cat Williams speaks out too much. And in our in our new society that we live in, I don't think that's really allowed. You know, um, you know, you know what? I want to know. Just tell me who is funnier, man. Who you think is funnier, Kevin Hart or Cat Williams? I meant all right, man. All honesty. All honesty. I think Cat Williams is funnier than Kevin Hart. I would agree with that. I Cat Williams is actually what the the for what's funny to me is Kevin Kevin Hart and Cat Williams are both in my like top six or seven comedians all time. Yeah, and they. And and they different type of comedians, but as far as like telling jokes, nigga, I'm going with Cat all day. Yeah, Cat. I think. See the thing. The thing about Kevin Hart, I think is I, I don't like. I think I think if yeah, I don't think his stand up can even touch Cat. I think now. See, I think, Kevin, Kevin, to me, he like a he like a good storyteller though. He'll tell a good ass story. Yeah, but but I I'm, what I was gonna say is is that I think Kevin Hart is probably a better overall comedian. Like because I think Kevin Hart, like I think he's I think I think his movie appeal is better, those type of things. But I think if you just went with straight stand up, I don't think I don't even think Kevin Hart and Cat Williams could be on the same stage. Personally, my personal thing. Yeah, no, that ain't that ain't even gonna work because. Yeah, Kevin is more theatrical. Right. Even, again, I like – see, that's the thing, though, because they talked about um, 
Well, Kevin, I listened to Kevin Hart's response on the Breakfast Club too. Did you check that out? Yeah, that's what that's what I was talking about with him and him and Tiffany Haddish, right? Yeah, yeah. So I agree with um with what Kevin was saying because he's like, all right, you had your shot in these movies. Like, don't be mad at me because I'm really taking off on these movies and now I'm selling out arenas with my comedy shit based on my my really based on his movie fame and credibility. Like right. He got put on by Hollywood, like, some shit that we have never fucking ever seen before. I don't really believe, man, because this nigga went from commercials to movies and everything, like, non-fucking-stop. This nigga was on the fucking big screen. And Cat Williams had that shot. But but that's, that's, that's what I was saying. I think, me personally, I think Cat Williams was a little bit too raw for, um... For for that for that type of fame, you know what I'm saying? What, what do you mean by raw though? Like in what way? Um, I think that he, I think he's a very verbal person in regards to like racism and shit like that. And I don't think that his his stances on some issues would allow him to grow like Kevin Hart. Like I also basically he he speak too much of the truth. Right. Go ahead. Like I, I no, I'm just gonna say I watched this other interview that Cat Williams because you know, like once you watch um something on YouTube, then it start giving you other shit, right? So I watched this other interview and they was talking about, um, he was talking about Dave Chappelle and how he looked up to Dave Chappelle and, you know, he was telling, he was saying himself like, you know, like people was like, oh, I think you better than Dave Chappelle. He's like, nah, Chappelle is the greatest. Blah blah blah. Long story short, summary summarize it down. He was just saying how him as a as a comedian, you know, he thought that Dave Chappelle was untouchable. And he said, like, to him, he had watched Dave Chappelle get decapitated. You know what I'm saying? With all of that shit that happened when, you know, Dave Chappelle went to Africa and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And he was just making a whole bunch of sense in reference to, you know, like how you have to play your hand amongst Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? The B in a certain position. Now, yeah, that's it's it's a lot of truth to that. And and Kevin Hart, he was willing to play. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, I ain't never been to Hollywood. I would probably I'll likely never end up being the chosen person to represent the black community in Hollywood and anything, right? Right. But that's really that's really kind of how you look at it when you look at what, how Kevin Hart it kind of looks like he got hand selected and accepted by a white Hollywood and be like, okay, we're going to, we like your image. We like, you know, the whole package. You're, you're small. You're, you know, you got the funny you're voice. Cute. You're, you're a little cute little nigga. Like, come on. Cute little, cute little picking any nigga. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we can rock with you. You're right. very entertaining and you're funny to look at and you tell good stories. Right. It, like, and no disrespect, like I said, he's my top. He's my top six, seven comedians because I enjoy his stand-up style. But damn, that nigga got put on like crazy. Yeah. And this, but I respect Cat Williams because he really, he really got the black people's like we we got his back. Like we spend a lot of money on his DVDs. We purchase his shit. He can still do tours because he underground hip hop. I mean, he underground uh, comedy king. Yeah, I mean, but but I think, but you know, I think it comes I, like with what you're saying. I think it comes to that point 
and I think that a lot of niggas that's in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying, is like it comes to that point theoretically where you have to sell your soul. You either go go this road or you reach as far as you can go. And then everything starts to fall, fall apart after that. Dude. So you watched all of um Dave Chappelle's Netflix um stand-ups, right? Yeah. That's uh that's exactly what he was talking about in the the last one. Was it the bird the bird eye revelation? Mm-hmm. Bird revelation? Yeah. And he told the story about uh iceberg slim. Yeah, 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 I remember that. That was some cold blooded. That that one wasn't that funny, but that nigga was, he had to he had to he got some shit off his chest in that right there. But that's what I'm saying. I think that's what like if you if you watch if you watch it over the years of just actors, comedians, all that shit, you see when they take that turn and they they drink the juice and then or what happens to their careers if they don't. You know, like even like a Mike Epps, you know, like that dude's never really took off, and he been doing it for years. Yeah, yeah, he got he got staying power under he got yeah he but Mike Epps a good actor too though he is a good actor yeah he's fair but yeah he's I, I like him man I like I think he and it's funny though that you mentioned Mike Epps because it's it's funny that him and Kevin Hart don't don't like get along because to me they they do the same type of comedy to me. Yeah, very much so. But I think that's why they don't get along. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know, because Mike Epps like, man, you stole my style. Well, who, who who's funnier between the two of them, Kevin Hart or Mike Epps? Kevin Hart. Yeah. Um, I, I, I hate that I'm agreeing with you on this shit, though. But yeah, I fuck with Kevin Hart over Mike Epps. But uh, Mike Epps is a funny nigga, too. Yeah, but see, like the thing with Mike Epps, I think Mike Epps is more of one of those funny, like Mike Epps is like backyard getting drunk funny. <laughs> yeah, he he exactly like his character on uh, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. Yeah, you know the one of the funniest shits I ever seen this nigga Mike Epps do for real. You, I don't know if you watched it. If you haven't watched it, go back and watch it when this nigga roasting this nigga Dame Dash. Dame Dash, they like he had a real roast. Man, he, he was just yeah. Was like, just these niggas like they was like in the studio, and these niggas just going back and forth. He was tearing Dame Dash ass up. No, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check that shit out. You know, but then now, now that's a that's the thing. That's why I would say these niggas just like just something else. You go back and watch if you haven't watched it. Have you ever watched with Kevin Hart roast Meek Mill and his niggas? Nah, watch that. You know, so they the same. You know what I'm saying? But they come from the hood, man. So, you know, that's that's the first co- comedy that we know is roasted niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, them niggas, they both good as hell at that shit. They, they both good at that. And they both, they both tell good-ass stories, too. Like, Mike Epps, he, he, is, he just like that silly type of funny. He just stupid. Yeah. Like, damn, that nigga dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He like, man, you just want like you having a party. You want that nigga to be at your party all day. That motherfucker crazy, man. So, so with that being said, you you gonna uh, go ahead and check out the new movie, Night School, Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart? Um, no, it's up in there. <laughs> Probably not. 
Like, see, this this is my thing, and and maybe it's maybe it's fucked up. I'm not. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't really buying any Hatters yet. I'm glad you said it because I was about to say it. You know, like I I really think she's lightweight subpar. I'm happy for her success. But Hold on, wait a second, wait a second. You kind of got distorted right there. Say that one more time. You you say you you think she kind of what? I said, I said, I, she hasn't really, like, she hasn't sold herself. I said, I'm happy for her success, but, but she's subpar. Oh, you said subpar. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I, I'm not really co-signing the subpar part. I can't, I, I won't, I won't go that far, but. I'm saying, like, like I, I think there's a lot of other funnier chicks, man. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I only seen I only seen um, a couple of YouTube clips of her, like at the Laugh Factory. That was funny, but she had a recent um, special on Comedy Central, and I literally tried to watch it twice, and I laughed not one time. Bro, I was upset. Bro, I was drunk two like the same thing two nights in a row, man, and I was just going through stand up comedies, and I tried to watch. It's probably the same one where it's her face with the yellow words or whatever. I can't even remember. It was like it was in the auditorium, and it, and it was like it wasn't popping. It yeah, was, it was horrible. It was like I couldn't finish it. Not even like not even trying to, like you know, because I wanted to see what all the hoopla was about. You know what I'm saying? But I just like I said, I'm not sold. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not sold either. I think she might. She's like the token. Like we was talking about uh, Kevin Hart, how they handpick Kevin Hart. I think. She was handpicked, but for different reasons. She's not, she ain't the Kevin Hart kind of, oh, look at her. She's funny and cute and all this total package shit. I mm-hmm. think it was her. I think they, they really fell in love with her story, where she come from. Because her story is is amazing. You right, know how right. White people, you know, if, if they want to give us somebody to, to gravitate to, it got to be something that they like about them first. Right. Yeah. And I think it's the story, the struggle. They'd be like, okay, damn. We can sell, we can package this up and sell it. If man, it's marketable. Yeah, they can sell that shit for a short period of time and, and make a buttload of money off of it in, you know what I'm saying, 36 uh, months or whatever. However however long they want to give her a shine. But I think, like, again, it's well-deserved because of her story. Like, I want, like that's amazing, man, like, to, to come from where she came and, and all them struggles and, and Get where she at. That's amazing. Now. That's, that's always yeah. You always want to give it up when it's due. But I didn't like Girls Trip. That's what I'm saying. Is like I'm still I might you know I might watch it just to see if this is a better performance in in this movie. You know, but I mean she. I think Queen Latifah is funny in her in movies. <laughs> For me, Jada Pinkett stole stole the show for me and Girls Trip. She was funny. But but see they see the thing about all of them is like they real they just real people. So they just silly and like you know you can even see like with Will and Jada they just silly people. So that's just them naturally being who they are. Hey, did you speaking of Jada man? Did you hear about the? Uh... Dad, did you hear about that tweet that August Alcina sent to Jada on her birthday? No, oh, I like 
So is this this something this something newer that he sent? Yeah. No, what do you so what do you say this time? No, no, I don't look, I look, I, I don't know. What did you hear? All right, tell me what you're because I'm I'm not on Twitter. I'm I'm hearing this shit like third person. So, so it was something about like how he, he thanked them for helping him and all that type of shit. What is it that tweet? Well, it was real long talking about like how 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 special she is to to him in his life and how uh how he liked the 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 fortune to she liked the fortune to his cookie and the sunshine in his rain and oh no I ain't hear that man he was going in like when I first heard the shit I first heard the shit I was like damn that's this nigga this nigga's will is like really writing a nice little dissertation for his wife on her birthday. And then I come to find out that's fucking from August Alcina. Well, you know, he was supposed to be living with them at one point in time. And rumor has it, them niggas have like an open type of a marriage, so he might have been banging. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? He might have been smashing. Shit, man, they might have a, they, they could have been grouped doing it up and uh, hey I don't know. Oh you just gotta throw that on Will, huh? Hey man. They, they for for people that's so free and open and loving and positive like that, they be having some weird sex lives, nigga. They definitely do. <laughs> they, they do, man. They too kumbaya man. Why are you so happy? I'm I mean I think it has something to do with their life. <laughs> Shit. Well, I mean, they say money can't buy you happiness, man. So I'm trying to figure out where they supplement the rest of the happiness from. But you know, like I, like man, I think you know when we were talking um, on the on the show, I think one of the biggest things is finding somebody that finds happiness in the same thing that you find happiness in. That's beautiful. Say more, man. That's beautiful. You know, and I think that's I think that's the the biggest the biggest thing. You know, um, so I think that they found, you know, they like for real. They didn't been together for a long time now, and I think that they they've evolved with each other, and they their interests have to align with one another because they should they still together. <laughs> Look, I, I think it got something to do with that open marriage. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna them niggas is happy as fuck and this nigga August Alcina is sending some beautiful ass poetic fucking pleasantries to his wife. All open in the public like that. Everybody can see that you wrote that. Like, like that's not cool, my nigga. Yeah, I mean Is it disrespectful or no? That's all I wanna know. I mean See, and you seen the first tweet. I ain't even seen no tweets. I'm hearing this shit secondhand. I'm saying, what well, I like, all right, so it's disrespectful if you don't know what's going on. So, that's, so, so, so basically, Will is, is, uh, he has knowledge of their relationship. And- I'm going to tell you like this, right? If you was fucking Will Smith's wife, right? Would you fuck with this nigga if he didn't know that you was fucking his wife? 
without like huh? would you I'm saying like would you be posting shit? Cause I ain't gonna fuck with that nigga got too much money. He can have a nigga touch me anywhere in the world. I see your point. I see your point. He so do got like, that he do got that men in black money. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's like it, it has to be, you know, and they ain't missing no beats. Ain't like they like, you know what I'm saying? It's any type of beef. You ain't seen no type of beef. So it has to be something that, you know, you know, I like I in all honesty, I think that I think that all of them couples, once they reach a certain level, their 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 relationships are kind of open to a certain extent. Why why you think that? Why you think that? I don't know. I just think that like, man, you know, like people that reach a certain level, I think that they look for new things to conquer. And then then people become their conquering. I I think you I think you putting yourself in a position and what, what the fuck. No, you I'm saying like I mean, bro, they always talking about these great they talking about these crazy parties all the time in Hollywood and married couples and all that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like the thing about it is, for if if Will and Jada got an over relationship, right, nigga, it gotta be other motherfuckers that they fucking, nigga. They not fucking, they not fucking niggas on the corner. I don't know, man. Jada, she always portrayed that roundaway type type girl. <laughs> you fucking crazy. <laughs> Will might be going out late at night, two, three in the morning, like, hey, man, no, man, I don't want to buy no package, man. I, that hey. Just get in. I'm, you gonna fuck my wife. Just follow me. <laughs> Look, they get to the crib like Jada. <laughs> right. Will Smith just picked me up to smash his. Man, but uh-huh. that, but but you know, like it's like the reality is, is that you know it ain't regular motherfuckers because if it was regular motherfuckers that they were doing this shit with, it'll be a lot more motherfuckers coming forward. That's how I look at the shit. Yeah, yeah. They they do uh they they circles get a little bit smaller when they up there doing that elite swinger type shit. Right. Did you have did you happen to see Kanye? You know, he you know, he moved back to Chicago, so he was walking the streets doing Instagram live. Did you happen to catch that? No, hell no. What the fuck happened? So Kanye walking the streets of Chicago, you know, he 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 finally decided to uh, leave the sunken place he'd been talking about for a minute. So he in Chicago, he been doing his little tour. He he almost been on his Trump shit in Chicago, like going back to his roots, like doing photo ops with niggas that's, that's really there and shit like that. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was like walking down the street and I guess he decided to address some shit that's really that's really old news right now. I don't even really think anybody is still talking about the shit. But he was addressing um like Pusha album. And you know that and that was that was months ago when Pusha right. came out. All that all that talk, I guess all, all the little ammo that that he got for how he unloaded on um Drake allegedly came from from Kanye. Right. So I guess he decided to dispel those rumors. But really the gist of it that caught my attention and everybody else's attention around the internet world was how you decide to like check Nick Cannon and a few other people that still decide to speak on, on, on his wife Kim K's name. And I just thought that was a little odd that he he's going so hard for 
for people to, to not speak on his wife's name, I guess implying or making suggestions or bringing up the fact that they had some type of intimate relationship with his, with his wife. Um, I feel him on a couple levels, but I mean, dude, she, she, I don't think you should really go that hard, honestly. And I want your opinion for your wife. I actually totally disagree with you. Well, well, I'm just saying she's known. But all right. Now, now, now this is the thing, right? Whether like, and I, and I think if you dispel the, the fact of what, what people would assume that she is or that she's not, you know what I'm saying? Is <clears throat> would would determine whether or not it's okay to speak on it. Because let's be clear, right? She may she may have some numbers, but it's a lot of bitches out here that's walking in the streets that got way more numbers than a bitch, probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so absolutely. So um I think that me personally, you know, because because I mean it's all relative, like if she if she only fucked three niggas before this nigga and them niggas was sitting around talking about it, he would be he would be um I feel as though he's in his right to say something to them. You know what I'm saying? So I mean at this point, and I think that this is like just respect wise, you know, for anybody to still be talking about what, what they did with her or anything like that, hey, you're a cornball to me personally. You know what I'm saying? Like this lady's married with children now. You know what I'm saying? That's just me personally, and that's that's any nigga for that matter. You know what I'm saying? It's like at some point, it's like it's pussy that you didn't even like. It's it's not even on it. It's on your list, but it's not talked about shit no more. You know what I'm saying? So I can understand where a nigga would like get offended because at the end of the day, it's still your wife. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that you would address with a nigga. You know what I'm saying? If they had sex with your wife. You know what I'm saying? If he was if niggas still bringing this shit up, you know what I'm saying, at, after years. Now, I do agree with, with that part because if I was asked, about, if I was asked, and this was like Nick Nick Cannon, I guess, or, or whoever, usually if, if it happens, it's some type of interview where an interviewer is bringing up the question and they got to speak on it. But personally, personally, I wouldn't speak on it. I would I would respectfully decline to, to speak on you know what I'm saying? That type of subject. Just because the fact, like you just said, nigga is married with kids. Like, that shit was ages ago. Like, it's really, you, you're really not getting anything out of speaking on it. But, again, this day and age, though, that whole clout chasing shit, you, if you mention, you mention somebody's name, it ring bells still. So, so to have somebody else's name mentioned like that, where it's some potential controversy, where we living in that age where you know all publicity is good publicity. So, hey, but I think I think I, I mean I understand that, but I think like for me, I think that certain certain disrespects should like try to stay off of the table. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's something if it's something that that's relevant, you know what I'm saying? Then let it be relevant. But just like I think certain things should be left off the table because. I feel like people, vice versa, you know, would feel some type of way about it if it was theirs. You know what I'm saying? That's all. So, so you would, um, so if it was your wife, like, first off, would you, would you, could you see yourself wife in somebody that had, uh, um, that was like well known for being in? You know, let me, let me change the question. 
fuck being well known, would you wife somebody who really just enjoyed making sex tapes? And ain't no telling how many sex tapes she didn't had out there in these streets, but she she just likes to do that. Like, would you wife her? I mean, I can't I can't say yes or no. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be all relative to what our connection would be and how I feel about her. I mean, you so know, it's like, possible, so it's possible. Yeah, absolutely. Anything is possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like the thing about it is, is, is this would this be a relationship that I would make my first choice? No, you know what I'm saying? But what you mean, your first choice? Don't don't I'm, try to I'm, check. I'm, what what I'm saying is, is that am I going out to look for this chick to marry? You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh. No, that ain't what I'm saying. Don't no, try no, to no, that's what, so, no, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm not looking for that to happen. But if 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 I got with her and you know, and our our relationship was better than the chick that fucking never made a sex tape before in life, then yes, I'm gonna marry her. You know what that's I'm saying? What that's what I'm saying, nigga. So it's possible. So if it's possible for for that to happen, then it's also possible for you to marry a porn chick. Again, I mean anything. Anything is fucking possible, bro. Anything I, I, possible. No, listen, listen, listen. I, I think like in in that context, I think that you're you're asking. It's a loaded question. Hey, of course it is. You know what I'm saying? So, like, ideally, if I started dating a porn chick, I'm not fucking dating her. Like, we're gonna get married, right? No, that's no, that's what I'm talking about. That's what that that is what I'm, I'm talking about. Marriage. No, listen, 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 right. I'm saying if I started fucking with a porn chick, I'm not thinking about, yes, I'm going to marry her. You know what I'm saying? But if this porn chick happens to be a woman that, you know, like that I end up growing with, like, yes, I can marry her. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I, I just think it's, it's unrealistic. Like, I, I think that it's unrealistic to, to, to believe that. Every per every marriage is gonna be like the perfect fucking um bells and whistles. You know what I'm saying? No, no, nobody, nobody say that though, and nobody say it's gonna be perfect. No, I'm saying, I'm saying it's, it's, it's just people that come. It's people that come. The thing about it is, is that a lot of the, even like the regular chicks, they fucking um, they got just as many videos out here on the streets as Kim K. Just don't nobody care about their videos. Yeah, you know, you know. Just saying, I'm learning something new about you, man. I just didn't know you, you, you could possibly marry a porn chick, man. I'm seeing another side. That's all. Oh, no, look, listen, man. What I'm, what I'm, what I'm, all I'm simply saying is, is that anything is possible. Like, no, I don't believe, I don't believe that. You know, I would necessarily marry a porn chick. No, I don't believe that. No, I wouldn't believe that. Um, I would marry a chick that solely her, her whole career is based upon a sex tape. No. What I'm, but I'm also going to be realistic, right? Is that, all right, now let me ask you a question. I, I mean, it's kind of hard to even ask you this question, but if a chick strip, if the chick stripped the payer to pay for her way to get through college because she didn't have no other way to get through college to, um, and she became a doctor, could you marry her? No. And why is that? Because that's not the type of chicks that I, I rock with. So I believe in any, that anything is possible, but not fucking with me. <laughs> nope, that's just not possible. So, so, all right, so, 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 that's not, right, I mean, that's not marriage material for me, so it ain't possible for me. But I'm saying, so, so, what, so, all right, so, all right, since, all right, since we're here now, 
So what is so what's the marriage material? That's like you said, like you like to say, it's all relative. That shit is subject. Like it's all relative to the individual. So for me, yeah, I, I want to. I'm asking your your marriage material. My marriage material is is definitely not someone who would uh, basically see. That's the thing we're talking about a profession. And I'm a loosely saying profession here. That is like at the, in my opinion, the bottom of the self respect game. What? If, what? What? If, me, now, now yeah, all right. I can't so, marry the chick that don't have no self respect. All right. So, so now, sidebar. At the time when she was doing it, she didn't have very much self respect. She wanted to put herself through school because she was molested and raped by her, her stepfather. Oh, that's definitely not marriage material for me. You got too many fucking. You got too much baggage. <laughs> but 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 this, but this is what I'm saying. Like some like I and I'm only I'm only saying I'm only saying this, man, because like I think everybody comes with baggage. It's just it's just whether or not you will unload that baggage or not. That's what I'm saying. Them and, bags is way too heavy, nigga. But but Jay, I think you know, like I think that everybody has extremely heavy baggage. It's it's either one. It's either. Extreme this way or extreme the other way, you know what I'm saying? And that's like, I don't I don't like the heavy sexual misconduct bags. The unfortunate part is most is most most women have been sexually assaulted, assaulted. Well, that ain't look. That's again. That's now we we digging more into what ain't in my marriage material bag, like. That just ain't issue. No, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm no. All I'm simply saying, Jay, is that I understand. See, you're, you're talking from a place where you met your wife at 15, right? Well, I'm I'm just speaking in general that you know, like that. If you you get to somebody that's 36, right? When did Kanye and Kim get married? It's like they got married they, four years ago, wasn't it? Four years ago. So well, how old is Kanye? 40 something? No, he ain't that old. 30, 38. Yeah, he like he like a couple years. Like all right, so, so he got with somebody at, at thirty five. He just started dating there at thirty five or whatever. They got married, whatever. So she lived a whole life. And I'm not saying that you're not Jay. I, I think I think that you know you. It's hard for you to really say because you've been knowing your wife for so long on what you're willing to accept and ain't willing to accept because you haven't had to do it in so long. You know but what I'm saying? That's a whole different lifestyle and industry that they into though. Yeah, that that too. But but I'm just saying that I just think that everybody comes with baggage. By the like, if you if you meet somebody in their thirties, you know here's what I'm saying. Yeah, but here's a perfect example. This is this is why this is why. Again, this is kind of interesting. See, that's that's Kanye. That's Kanye's bag, though. So this ain't the first time that Kanye has done something like. Basically, we talking about the whole premise and idea of turning the hoe into a housewife. That's really what this is surrounding. You know, around, but he did the same thing with Amber Rose. Like Amber Rose, he took her off the pole. So it's like for Kim, for him to marry Kim K is what I'm saying. Is like it's not just him like going off the other deep end and a whole other spectrum of of the pool of women that he date. That's all I'm saying. Maybe, so for maybe him it ain't it ain't odd. Maybe maybe Kanye maybe Kanye likes trying to help women with troubled souls. Yeah, my brother do that too. <laughs> 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 I'm on that bitch, man. Right. 
Hey, what the motherfuckers, man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, let's move on, man. Move on. <laughs> trouble and shit. Speaking of my, speaking of niggas that's in trouble, man. God damn it, man. This, I, all right, mixed emotions on this one right here, man. Bill Cosby got sentenced sentenced today to three to ten years in the pen for sexual assault from an I don't, have, I don't have no mixed emotions about it. Any black person that says Bill Cosby got what they deserve, they are fucking Uncle Tom, and they are disrespecting themselves as a black individual within within society as as a whole, flat out. Okay, well, well, okay, well, look, we're gonna come back to that. We're gonna come back to that. Well, now this is for this is for an incident I do believe that was stemming from 2014, where he allegedly drugged uh, that college student. I don't know, you know how he heavily involved in the colleges and he gave. <laughs> I don't know, hundreds of millions of dollars. So uh, it's stemming from that incident. So it's just, um, I don't know. I think it's, I just find it crazy. And it's not ironic. It's not, cra- it's not even crazy. It's, it's, it's sinister. Man, that's a good ass fucking word. This shit is like sinister. So all them allegations that came out that got all this shit stirred up with all them fucking women from like the 70s and shit. He, they couldn't get they couldn't get him they couldn't convict him on any of that, but they used that shit as ammo to convict him for this shit in 2014. That's pretty much a life sentence when you're giving an 80 year old man three to ten years in, in in the pen. Go ahead, my, go ahead and finish. No, it's just like my opinion on it is that they they were they Dave Chappelle the nigga they chopped the motherfucking head off of him. They decapitated. It's like, man, like, in in all honesty, this is my opinion, right? And this is most like when people when people are are um, rapists or or um, like that type of womanizer or anything like that, they're usually a sociopaths, right? So they don't have an on and off switch, right? And for all these, a all of these occurrences that were supposed to happen back in the seventies or eighties, you know, I'm just gonna be honest, man. Like I never believed this shit just because. Hey, you said that you said that this man drugged you, right? And these people are given step by step accounts under the influence of what happened to them. But went back and partied with them again. You know, so, so for, for the, in that, it's just like, ah, that's all sounds like bullshit. So now fast forward, 2014, this incident, right? Now, and I, and I don't want to, I don't want to sound, um, what do you call it? Um, yeah, be mindful of the me too, nigga. No, I mean, I don't want to sound like, like I don't care or I'm not compassionate. Like I have a lack of compassion. Right. But in the same token, right, if like you said, Bill Cosby's been around these colleges for shit. 40, 50 years, maybe. Yeah, way before different world, way before different world. So in saying that, I'm saying that. 
someone that has this sociopathic behavior that they that they have created, right? Just in me thinking logically, there would have to be more more victims. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's like, it, it, but and I it, think I think he did it though. I think he did. You think Bill did it? Yeah, man, I think he did. I, I ain't saying, I'm not saying that uh, he... Based on what? I'm not saying he deserves to go to I'm prison. Saying, I'm saying, what, what What makes you think that he did it? Because, I mean, that's what that's kind of was the culture back then, man. The drugs and the fucking... But, but, that's what, that, but, this, but this is what I'm saying, bro. He didn't do it. He wasn't drugging chicks to fuck them. How you he know? Bro, listen, man. What? This would be my thing, man. Like, and this this is my personal opinion. It's like, man, motherfuckers, like, they, they throw, the every, every, like, if you got, go back to the Dave Chappelle shit, right? Dave Chappelle go crazy after these motherfuckers fuck him, right? They say Dave Chappelle went to Africa to use crack cocaine, bro. Do you, not, do you not understand that every time that there's a fall of a black person, bro, they correlated with fuck, some type of fucking drug abuse, bro? No, you changing the subject. No, no, listen. What I'm saying is that the man is worth a billion dollars, right? Let me rephrase the question, man. You going on a tangent already? Look, let me rephrase the question. You said he wasn't drugging them to fuck him, and I said, why not? What else was he drugging them for then? I'm saying they were drugging themselves. No, I know, but I'm saying no. I'm saying that Bill did slip them motherfuckers some drugs. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that Bill Bill Cosby probably did slip some I people. I don't I don't think so. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to respectfully decline that, that thought. Well decline it or not nigga I'm giving my fucking thought nigga. That nigga probably was on some slip your motherfucking pudding get your motherfucking No man see that's like like Jay right uh, don't, Listen, why are you why are you taking it off the ta- off the, completely off the table? No, I'm, I'm, not take, I'm not taking it completely off of the table. That's not what I'm doing. You're not hearing what I'm saying, right? All right, you said this was culture, right? At that time, drug culture. They were in the drug culture, right? So, so, if we you're in the drug culture at that time, why does he have to slip anybody anything? That's why I'm taking it off of the table, bro. It's, it's not. It's not. Huh? You're automatically assuming that everybody that Bill was with was in the drug culture, dude. Anybody? Listen, man. Anybody? You saying that? I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying. I'm not. Listen, bro. I'm not saying everybody, right? But if you wasn't involved in the drug culture, right, you probably didn't go to the parties. That is. That is so false. That's it. See, that's how I know you, you. Your your argument sucks because how many people that we know that how many high school parties you went to where it was drugs, drug, all type of drinking and everything, and it was some people there that did not partake in it. Lots of it. Lots of times. It still happens today. I, I didn't hang out with very many people that didn't partake in this shit. <laughs> it's still. I'm saying, I'm saying to where. All right. So let's just say it did happen, right? Now, are you mean it now? Now explain this. So it did happen. So you went to a Bill Cosby party. Boom. You popped the pill. You woke up the next day. 
feeling a little bit different, right? No, this is what I'm saying. When nobody popping pills, he was putting them shits in the drinks, man. All right, so even if he put it in the drink, right? So you have you had you two drinks, boom, you woke up, your headache hurt a little bit more, you know you blacked out, right? And your butt hurt. Hey, you're right. You feel a little bit funny, right? You coming back to another party? See, now you assuming that everybody that, that accused him went back to hang out. Bruh. You know what I think you just should have did before we started this conversation? Did you did you read over the like the initial testimonies of these women? Hell no, it's too many of them, and it was like 50 of them. Like almost every woman said it was multiple accounts of these incidents with Bill Cosby, bro. Hey man. You're not about to sit here and talk to me like you done read all these witnesses. No, no, like, I, like, bro, they, they said, like, you didn't have to read. Like, they, they gave, this is how many counts of this abuse that they had. This is how many incidents that they had. You know what I'm saying? They Most of them had multiple incidents. Oh, well, I'm going to have to go back and fact check that shit. But that's not what I'm talking about. So now, now if, if he, if he could, is it possible? Like I said, anything is possible. Those are clearly women that were in the drug culture with him. That's not who them. That's those. Ain't. I'm man, talking about Bill was in the drug culture. Man. What? Listen, what, man. what I say? What I say? Uh, those are not the women that were in the drug culture with him. Those are those are nice, wholesome young ladies that he did this to. Get the fuck out of here, man. I didn't say nobody was nice and wholesome, but to be slip something in your drink, you could be anybody. Jay, the nigga was the hottest nigga in the world at the time, bro. You saying he didn't need to drug nobody to get no ass, huh? Is that what you saying? Get out! Oh, you one of them niggas, bro. All right, so, <laughs> so you talking? I'm, 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 I'm speaking like if, if you like it's all right. So it's similar, it's similar to the R. Kelly effect, right? I use R. Kelly because he fucking disgusts me, right? You think R. Kelly is drugging these bitches to do what he wanted them to do? I don't know what R. Kelly do, man. That, that, when, that nigga... when you find, listen, if you have a certain type of anything that you like, right, you find people that fit into that structure. You can have any type of woman. So you telling me, now, now this is what makes me mad, right? We hang Bill Cosby, but Trump didn't fucking drug the bitch, they say. Um, Weinstein, all these other dudes, you know what I'm saying? No, they don't have to do it. But Bill had to do it. Get the fuck out of here. here. Here's an example. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about Bill had to do it. I didn't say that. But here's an example. You remember, you remember uh what's the movie? Um Half Baked with Dave Chappelle, right? Yeah. Great movie. Funny as shit. Remember, I can't remember his name, but the goofy ass white dude, like, yeah, man. Like there's just a goofy ass white dude, right? Uh-huh. Dude, he liked to smoke so much. Um, no, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Actually, it was when it was when they started to sell the weed, and Dave went to deliver uh, some weed to this um, hippie dude, and he just talked about how he liked to do everything on weed. Everything was so much better on weed. Going to the movies was better on weed. Watching uh, cartoons was better on weed. What well, maybe? Maybe I'm just saying. I don't know. But maybe some people that's in heavy in that drug culture just like doing stuff more and enjoy it more. 
when they high on drugs. Whether I mean, whether I'm not, whether it's, I'm not arguing that willingly, willingly or or not, nigga. I'm not arguing that. So what? So what you arguing then? What I'm saying is, is that yes, but if you are a person that's in a drug culture, you're gonna have, you're gonna have people. Um, you're going to get people that believe in the same things. Not, not when you're in Hollywood, bro. How many, how many times have you heard uh, people talking about going to mansion parties who ain't fucking homosexual and shit? But they end up getting invited to the party and they go. They didn't heard all the stories about um, all these homosexuals and, and dudes doing all this swinging funny shit at these parties. But they go anyway because whoever invited them is, is somebody they're trying to do a business deal with. And then they go and they see some crazy ass shit and try to get the fuck out of there. That's what I'm saying. They they fucking they selling their soul. Like, listen, bro. You can't be. You're you're agreeing with me, and then still, and then trying to defend your your argument. No, I'm not. I'm listen. They're selling. I'm I'm saying they selling their soul. Like like, dude. It's like this, right? It's it's almost it's almost like it's almost like consent, bro, to certain shit. Like if you know if you know that like nigga, you gonna have to do drugs when you go over here. And you go over there, you're saying that you're gonna do drugs. Like, how do you say, like, I'm going to a party where you gotta do drugs at, but I got nobody said you have to do drugs. All right, so so you telling me, so you telling me that all these bras, they was going here and they was like, I don't like they run all these rich motherfuckers, right? And they're like, I'm just not trying to do any drugs. All I'm saying. It's possible. See, that's what I'm saying, dude. You're missing the point. This nigga Bill Cosby is in the culture. When you in the culture, you automatically assume that everybody with the shits. I'm saying that it could have been 15 out of the 115 that came in there that wasn't with the shits that he assumed was and did what he did. That's what I'm saying. That's you. You've been you've been sitting here saying anything's possible, nigga. That shit is possible. I'm not saying it's impossible. I just don't listen. I just think that. When motherfuckers be around certain people, they be willing to try anything. So you gonna write Bill? Yeah, I'm gonna write Bill. What you gonna say to him, man? You gonna take, keep your chin up? <laughs> nope, I'm just gonna tell him. I'm like, man, they, they just wanted to tear down another martyr within the black community, and I'm sorry that it was him that had to go at, his, at, at that age. Hey, if you do hear some of the conspiracy theories uh, surrounding Bill Cosby and like, you know, how many times he tried to buy NBC and all the all the things that happened to him each time he tried to buy it. That's some old that's some shit that'll send you off. You're like, damn, man, it's some like I said, some sinister shit that these niggas be doing out here. Man, bro, I'm telling you, I believe that it was is like this shit has been calculatedly fucking placed against this nigga to to. To like, man, bro, they literally ruined every like. Name me somebody that went out on top, bro. They ruined them all. Michael, he he was fucking little boys and all this shit. All fucking down Bill, everybody, man. They they ruined them all, bro. Damn, that shit's sad. And they and they always usually got. It's always tied to, to drugs somehow, man. Some drugs always in there somehow, man. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, but this, but this is like that's 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 basically my point, Jay. I'm not saying that it couldn't have happened, right? But let's like let's be clear, man. 
if you're going to these parties, man, you know kind of what the standard is at the party, right? So even if you're not in the standard of this, you probably try to get on board. See that that's why I disagree because of the, the example that I said. We're gonna move off of it. We're gonna I just don't like agree because like I said, man, all them homosexual parties from them black from them executives in Hollywood and they invite people there and they go. And niggas that go but listen, these niggas is getting fucked, bro. That's what they said is happening. A nigga that decided that like if this has to happen for me to be big. This is what I'm gonna do, bro. And I'm saying, you think, you think these niggas going to these parties like I'm not gonna do it? This just not gonna happen. They with this, and they they didn't tell themselves a story that if like I wanted to do whatever it takes to get to where I want to go. I'm speaking for the minority. I'm speaking for the for the ones who who go there and and be like, oh, they oh what I what I heard was. What I heard was for real. I'm going to um, have to uh, bag, bag on. Yeah. And then, you know, we probably, ain't nobody talking about you because the niggas' careers was was short as they interested in that fucking party. Hey, well, that's who I'm speaking for, man. Fuck all the other niggas who, who take it up the asshole. No Vaseline. I'm not with the shits. Literally, those shits, nigga. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. We was talking about Bill for a minute, man. That's messy. You think so? You think you think he gonna die in there, or you think he gonna be? Able to, I don't. What you what you think, man? I think they gonna pill it. You know, I don't like. When is he supposed to turn himself in? Oh, he no. He's today. He's locked up. He he's he's locked up today. No bail, man. I thought that I thought they was giving him some time to get his affairs in order. Nigga, you're no, no bail. He's in. He's he's locked up. I think they'll appeal it. I, I think he gonna do. He probably do like a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. Man, that'll be. That'll be great. He might be able to live a few years outside of bars if he. First off, he's not. He's not. He's going to a fucking. Um. He's not going to a, a facility like like we go to, nigga. Where are they gonna send Bill to? Then Bill gonna be somewhere where nigga, they got they got motherfucking golf courses and shit for sexual assault niggas. Man, bruh, it, it don't matter what you do when you got when you got that type of spread, bruh. Yeah, you're right. He got he he up there half a billion. You're right. That nigga, that nigga ain't that nigga ain't doing hard time, nigga. Where niggas is next to him talking about like nigga, we about to shake Bill down. Oh. <laughs> So, so him and uh, Bernie Madoff gonna be uh, sharing war stories, huh? Absolutely, kicking back. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that seeing Bill Cosby and Bernie Madoff nigga in they motherfucking prison uniforms, nigga, on the golf course? Man, like man, like want to do another eighteen, Bernie? <laughs> right, with some motherfucking Chateau Merlot, nigga. <laughs> I, you know, you know them niggas like. And you know they don't make it no better, but you know them niggas is living. They they go live. He he he's not eating no fucking slop, nigga. That nigga eating motherfucking big boy lobsters and all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? He might have his own chef, you know, preparing some special meals for him. Why? He might fucking run and have his own wing of the fucking jail, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Plasmas and shit. Hell yeah, man! It's gonna it's it. 
it's gonna be a it'll be a smooth a smooth eighteen. That, his, his, his doctor come, his doctor comes in, does his regular checks, his health evaluations. Oh, he getting massages. Yeah, all that. He in that bitch with his silly posture pedic nigga. <laughs> uh, bruh, like niggas ain't even allowed on, on his wing. <laughs> oh, no. like he can walk, he comes and goes out of his wing as he pleases. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no locked doors around here. You know he get you know he uh you know he have blind so he probably in there bitch locked up with his uh with his guys that nigga doing time yeah. with him he he locked up with him yeah he he go out to the grocery store I'm telling you man and, and like I mean he, like being away from home is always bad but he definitely not he definitely not on um cell block D with with Day Day right right ah uh, you know let me um. Let me let's rattle off. I'm gonna rattle off a couple of headlines. These are some national headlines that I found that was pretty interesting. So the first headline I found, this was from ABC World News. Uh-huh. So this was down in Mexico. I'm not sure if you, you ran across this or not, but a refrigerated big rig trailer with the remains of about 157 people was removed from a field in Mexico after the residents complained of the smell. <laughs> so I guess the nearest morgue is over capacity. So they had to put the bodies in this like just abandoned motherfucking trailer from this big rig. Um, cause of all the cartel violence down there is just uh they don't got no room to put the bodies, man. So they just dumped them in the in the trailer and left them in the field, man. Till they start rotting. How about it? That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's super nasty. Hey, you seen uh Sicario? Remember Sicario? Sicario, no, who the fuck is that? Oh, nigga, you ain't never seen Sicario. No, what's that? It's a show, nigga. What is you doing tonight, nigga? When this shit, when we done with the podcast, nigga, you need to watch Sicario. It's a movie, nigga. What's it about? Oh, motherfucking cartel, nigga. Cold ass. That shit, one of the coldest cartel, nigga, movies. It ain't ever. No, it ain't even really about the cartel. It's about the law enforcement fighting the cartel. But that shit called. You you gotta watch it. You you gotta watch it. Hey, you know why? Why you writing off headlines and cartel and shit information, right? Did you see the other headline real quick? Uh, how after Hurricane Florence, um, they re- like um some what do you call them? Like um vacationers or beachers. Um, somewhere upwards of 300 kilos of cocaine and heroin um, floated onto the beach. Get the fuck out of here. What beach? Yeah. What beach? Down in Miami. Get the fuck. That's a real, they had pictures of it. Was it a real story? Hell yeah. What? Yeah. So, what the fuck did the, uh, so the police, the police came and confiscated it all, or did they get? I mean, all all that they turned over was it. So that shit was that shit was nice and sealed up. That shit was nice and nice and uh, vacuum sealed up, huh? Yeah. Damn. What I don't understand is, like, I, man, that should be like jackpot to me, man. I ain't turned that shit. <laughs> I'm gonna get nigga. I'm gonna run up on that shit. I'm gonna get that good look around. You know how niggas stand up and look nonchalantly, look around to see who else see what the fuck he see. Hell yeah, nigga. 
I'm getting me a backpack, man. I'm, I'm actually I'm just stuffing my pants, nigga. I'ma just walk funny for as long as I gotta walk. Man, I, I'm just taking. I'm man, man. I don't know. That'll be. I'll probably be and dig me a little beach or something. Well, I'm just taking it to my car. Yeah, you got to take it. You can't dig it. You can't bury it and come back to it. Not not in Miami. The niggas be everywhere. Yeah, I'm just gonna take it. I'm just gonna pick up the pick up the load and just go to my car, man. Call it a day as quickly as possible, nigga. And inconspicuous. Right. Right. So, so another one. This one is a little bit uh, on the lighter note, I guess. Still stupid as fuck, but this is another ABC World News headline I saw. It was a bus driver in Indiana. They got charged with a fel- with felony neglect after she let two to three students drive the bus during on the way to school. And uh, some of the kids that was riding on the bus videotaped this bullshit as this grown-ass lady let these fucking elementary school kids take turns driving the goddamn bus. Hey, man, shit. She let them live a little. Live a fucking lot, nigga, or, 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 or not that long. Maybe she, she probably going through something, man. Shouts out to her. My prayers go out to her. I'm sure she's going through something just like, fuck it. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> or, nigga, Emily, take the wheel, nigga. <laughs> fucking. Like, like, man, she might have been high. You don't know what's going on that lady, like, man. That's stupid, though. I hope she wasn't high. That makes it even worse, man. You high and you driving my kids to school in the morning. She, she, in her mind, she been high the past 13 years driving your kids to school. So it's like, shit. Right. This how I drive to school. Shit. Shit. Well, fuck, fuck that story. Hey, before we end it, you had texted me something, and, and you be texting me this shit out the blue, and I know you be going through some shit. I know you be going. I just be feeling it in your spirit, man. In my spirit through yours, man. It be feeling like that sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Pray or worry, don't do both. Please decode this cryptic message that you sent to me. Well, actually, I got that from um I actually got that from an interview I watched. Um, um 50 Cent was doing an interview actually with Oprah. Is this new? And, was it new? No, it's, it it looks like an older an older um interview, but like it was a section of it. And he is just like, man, you know, he was talking about like where he is and and like why he why he go hard as he do and everything. He was just like, man, after he almost died, you know, what I'm saying he understands now that it's not it's not in his control no longer, right? So he's like, what what will be will be and what won't won't. You know what I'm saying? He was like basically like you know, he either prays about it or he worries about it. He don't do both. He's like, because in essence, if you pray, if you're praying to God and then you worry about it, he knows that you worry. So you're not believing in what he, what his powers are. So, to speak. Mm-hmm. you know, I, I took, I took, I was like, oh, that shit makes a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? So I just I thought it was I thought it was something that that was that had meaningful meaningful thought to it and um, resonated with me honestly. So that was just a little golden nugget you took from the fifty Oprah. Yeah. yeah. Just passed on some some jewels. Yeah, that's it. Nothing major, you know. 
Oh, I thought some. I thought it was something major. I thought something more was gonna come with it, man. I thought you really. Oh no, it wasn't nothing major with that. Now, what what was major that that I text you and I don't, we, we still haven't touched on that was was that about the um the love factor, like a mother's love and shit like that. Hold on, re- refresh refresh my memory. We might have a little time to get into it. What, what, what was when, that when I text when I text you and was um speaking on the um the fact of like how um how a parent's love is a lot of times these, these new age parents their love is based upon their kids' financial um possibility. Oh, cashing in on the kids. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Where did this come from? I mean, you know, you just like on social media, like you see all these things and it's like, you know, the parents like the parents are just very overly overwhelmed with their child that is seemingly like that are in the sports that have the biggest cash possibilities. You know, like they might have seven kids, but they only talk about the kid that's in sports, you know, so. Just, just, like even if you go back to like movies and stuff like that, right? Like when you look at movies, it is it's it's depicted within movies. Like um, I think when when I called you and was talking about it, um, I brought I used the the um, I used Boys in the Hood as as like a as like a staple, which I'm sure we could go through others, but like the seemingly difference, the way you know, loved um. Um, Doughboy versus his brother. You know what I'm saying? Like she's seen dollar signs with his brother. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't do no wrong. Doughboy, you know what I'm saying? Where he's he was probably giving her, he was probably still breaking off money and all that shit because he was hustling and all that. But he didn't have the long game. So he to her, he was the trouble kid. Well, I mean, that's typically how it go when you your ass don't fucking go to school and shit. <laughs> yeah, but 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 a lot of it. I mean, but <laughs> the problem is that the responsibility that the parent doesn't take in the situation that they put the child in to begin with. Mm, speak on that. What does she do? I'm saying that, like you know, in the ghetto, you don't know where you know him being the older brother. You don't know what type of effects that may have had on him and when she couldn't put food on the table and those type of things. Maybe he didn't have that option to be able to go to school and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the reason why Ricky was able to go to school the way that he was was because Doughboy started hustling. You know, so I mean you have to look at it, you have to look at it on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like so I mean it's it's something that I mean you can't really get into because you don't know all the facts of everything. You know what I'm saying? Every situation, but I think that a lot of like a lot of mothers, a lot of mothers are they they basically raise their their sons in these situations where they go into school and they're athletes and shit to be their their sole provider. You know, like they're basically raising their sons to be their husbands, pretty much. Goat boy was the hero. You know. Man, hey, speaking of um, boys in the hood doing shows, this—I don't know about you, but I—I I, I like this time of year, man. When, when this fall, the fall TV lineup be be the shit, man. I'm actually missing my show tonight, and I gotta, I gotta catch up on my shit. This is us. 
Man, you know what the best show out right now is, though? Is it out right now? Actually, I can watch it? Yeah. What is it? Snowfall. I know, man, you've been talking about it for a minute. I'm going to catch up. I'm going to binge watch it when, when, uh, when everything is <laughs> fall. Hey, listen, man. You won't be disappointed, man. It's the best show out right now. You know what I'm saying? I also watch that. Uh, you, watch, you, you ever watch Ballers? I tried to get into it, man. I can't really get into it. It's getting better. I think I think the storyline's getting better with that. I watched that. You know, I like I like drama TV, man, for real. I'm gonna I need to uh it's a new show I'm gonna check out um also. It came it came out yesterday, but on NBC it's called Manifest. It got a pretty sick little plot line, storyline to it. I'll be into that type of shit. What's this, what what is it supposed to be about? Like, I guess these people like went on this plane. This commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I did. Yeah, and I guess they was going like missing for like five years. Nobody aged on the plane. You remember that show Lost back in the day that was real hot? Yeah. Kind of like some new age shit like that. So I'm gonna check that out, man. Hopefully it's good. Give me a new show to watch. Good TV is always is always appreciated. Right, man. It's that. It's that. Um. It's that it's that uh cuffing season, you know that that snuggle bundle weather. Snuggle bundle. You know what I'm saying, get you a couple, get you some Netflix and chill for about six months. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, though, man, we about to get on out of here, man. Man, it's all it's always a pleasure, man. Check me outside here, underscore the profit. You know what I'm saying? At the J Matt Show, Instagram only. And I think by by demand, man, I think I might have to get on get back on the, on the Facebook just for the podcast, though. Literally just for the podcast. I ain't I ain't putting no personal shit on there. I don't like it. Oh my god! All right, Jay. I got to, man. You know, it's, it's for the people, man. <laughs> yeah, it's the J Matt show. We out. Text y'all next week. Uh-huh. Yeah.